Hey, this is Keith. Some feedback we have received suggests we should condense our episodes. Our episodes will probably always be between 30 to 60 minutes, but in the process of researching our regular episodes, I see many cases. I've put together what I call e-crime bites nibbles. In computer land, a nibble is a half a bite. That's a little nerd humor for you. Nibbles will consist of a few minutes highlights of each case. We won't have a set schedule for these nibbles either. I first started releasing these nibbles on YouTube and they were liked well enough that Seth and I thought that the audio only audience might enjoy them too. Let us know what you think. You can contact us through the top menu of our website, which is eCrimeBytes, spelled E-C-R-I-M-E-B-Y-S-N-Yellow-T-E-S.com, eCrimeBytes.com. And don't worry. Our regular episodes will continue as regular as well. Now here is an Eat Crime Bites nibble. Hi, do you ever wonder how so many identities are stolen? Stick around for this short video about how one FEMA IT employee breached a medical center's employee database and then sold it on the dark web. Hi, welcome to eCrime Bytes nibble number three. So in this case, Justin Sean Johnson was arrested for the suspicion of hacking into the human resource database of the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center in 2014. He was accused of stealing personal data on more than 65,000 current and former employees of the medical center. He was then accused of also selling it on the dark web. Prosecutors in Pittsburgh alleged that in that time frame, 2013 and 2014, Johnson hacked into the Oracle PeopleSoft databases at the medical center. And the medical center is a $21 billion nonprofit health enterprise that includes more than 40 hospitals. The stolen data also included all the stuff you'd expect for a uh, human resources department. You have W-2 data you have withholding information and so forth. Uh, the prosecutors also claimed that Johnson sold the data on the dark web to identity thieves who then started filing fraudulent tax return in the victim's names. When all said and done, when you added up all the fraudulent tax returns, they added up to 1.7 million in phony refunds. On May 5th, 2021, Johnson pled guilty, and in October 15th of 2021, he was sentenced to five years for the first count that he pled guilty to and two years to the second count, and they were to run consecutively, so he'll spend seven years minus time already spent there in prison. Listen, if you enjoyed this E-Crime Bites nibble, you will probably like our longer format eCrime Bytes podcast. I will link the YouTube videos here, and you can always go to our website, which is just eCrimeBytes, E C R I M E B Y is in yellow, T E S dot com, and you can get all the audio apps and so forth for podcasting over there too. 
I will link for the reading and so forth in the description and comments. And I look forward to seeing you on the next video. Thanks. Bye.